Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. And uh, you download it, listen whenever you want to listen. It's convenient for you, convenient for us. Just make it happen. It's 308 here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Let's see what the uh, weather is outside. 30, 41 degrees, cloudy outside. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. How's everyone doing after this uh, Thanksgiving holiday weekend? Hopefully you had a great weekend. Hopefully you're we're well fed, feel good, ready to re- recharge those batteries, hopefully with the family. We did. We were down in Virginia Beach, had a great time, great, great. Weather Weather wasn't crazy. Actually, it, I shouldn't say that. Uh, rain half the way down and then the whole way back. But when we were down there, it was cooler, um, but... The sun was out. Great uh, Thanksgiving feast. We were only missing one. My middle daughter couldn't make it down, but we had her on FaceTime. She was at the dinner table at FaceTime. But, you know, that's what that nursing shift works does to you. Got to do what you got to do. A lot uh, going on. You know, touched on it a little bit on Nikki's show when I stepped in uh, before my show. She was talking about the Rainbow Bridge up in Niagara Falls. And that kind of sent the nation into a tizzy. Um, when it happened, you know, it was at a border crossing. It was on thanks, uh, the you know, day before the biggest travel day, the day before Thanksgiving. So it, it kind of sent everybody, you know, everyone, even in the circles in the law enforcement circles, I know everybody leaned toward it being a, a terrorist incident. Thankfully it wasn't like I said on Nikki's show, the investigation has been turned over to local authorities from the FBI, from border patrol as a local traffic accident. It was a couple who were up in Canada uh, for a KISS concert, and uh, something happened with their vehicle, either driver error or mechanical error, something happened where the accelerator got stuck, the uh, car at a high rate of speed hit a, a barrier, sending it airborne, rupturing the fuel tank, causing the explosion. So that's where it's at this point, and the local authorities will be investigating what exactly caused of it when they get the, you know, the cars do have their version of a black box, they'll see what hap- what, what they get information there. But news outlets, you know, Fox News being one of them, but all of them, MSNBC was another one, was uh, real quick to put out that authorities said that this was a terrorist incident. Um, And there were a bunch of them. The FBI's first statement right out of the box was they are responding with local authorities and all federal entities to investigate, you know, what possibly could be a terrorist incident. And then they they followed up saying that there appears at this time to be non-terrorist related incident there were no explosives found no no anything to tie this to terrorism but it's still under investigation and most recently you know it came out that this is this appears to be nothing more at this time than a um, some kind of traffic incident where there was either driver error or malfunction so that's where it's at that's a good thing you know it's 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 not a bad thing to get all your assets rolling to an area just in case it was terrorism but, you know, there's also not a need to panic people, and there's a balance there. So, so I get that. Um, when something like this happens and you're not sure 100%, as, as the authorities on the ground, you always want to over-respond to get more assets there than you probably need. So just in case it is as bad as you think, it may be, 
you have the assets there to uh, respond to it, and you can always back them off. This is why, you know, if you ever hear in our local area here, if you ever hear a fire dispatched, um, you know, they send a whole bunch of people, and then, you know, when the first assets get there, when the first chief gets there, okay, you know, call off this person, call off that person, put this person on standby, have these people, you know, do mutual aid at the one of the firehouses and stand by there. This way you have assets just in case something happens, say, you know, gas ruptures and something, it gets bigger than it was originally seen. Or at first you don't notice, you know, how bad it could be. You know, you have the assets available, they're just not there yet. So, you know, that's a good thing. And we live and learn by these these incidents. But, you know, I saw some text messages come across that, uh, oh, conservative outlets all said this and didn't say that. It was all of them. It was the media in general. And be honest, anyone who saw an explosion at a border crossing area the day before on the busiest travel day of the year in America thought the same thing. But they had somebody local who probably will always go unnamed, law enforcement source who said it was a terrorist act. Yeah, that's probably what most people were thinking. I know that's what all the authorities there were thinking. I know people in the, the FBI up there. I know people in the Border Patrol up there. I know people with the police departments up there. They all thought the same thing up, up um, from the start. And thankfully, it wasn't. Simple as that. Simple as that. So, uh, you know, hopefully that didn't interfere much with your Thanksgiving. I, I know it, it delayed some of my family coming because of the potential of what it what what, what might have been. They did put military assets on some some heightened alert, which did uh, you know cause some disruptions in travel and such for some of my family members, but not 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 much. And it's uh, the life that this family chose, so it's uh, what we deal with. And again, thankfully, it was nothing more, and it appears to be nothing more than that traffic accident. But again, I hope you had a a great Thanksgiving. I hope you were able to. Unwind with your family. I hope there were no incidents. I know I saw a lot of funny things on uh, the internet about dealing with family members of political persuasion, different political persuasions and different mindsets and such like that. We, we need to really get away from that. We need to really stop that nonsense. And it's, it's really become too vitriol. And we need to do better on, on both sides. And, and it seems to be, you know, it's... They'll talk about how mean the conservatives and Republicans are and such like that, but then it's okay when they lump everybody into this MAGA or uh, what, what, what's the names, the, the repulsives or whatever, degenerates or, or whatever word that's used on that side. And, and it's, it's, it's quite simple. There's few, people, there's few people at all in this world that I really hate, you know, especially in my circle. I mean, you could say you hate somebody that you've never met, somebody, but... It takes a lot to really hate somebody. And, uh, you know, it, it takes strong emotions to just out-out hate somebody. And we've brought politics into where people say they try and portray that they hate people on one side or the other. You know, there's people who just vitriolly hate Donald Trump. There's people who, you know, hate Joe Biden. And if you're a supporter, oh, I'm going to hate you too. You really got to think about that. Think into that. 
and uh, dive into that yourself. I mean, no one can change the way you feel or such, but there's few people in this world that, that I'm, I hate. I mean, I'm not going to give someone that kind of space in my, in my brain to take up to hate them. You know, I, I might dislike somebody's politics. I might dislike politicians. I might not like the way the country, the direction things are going in. But when all said and done, does it really have that much effect on your day-to-day life from when you wake up in the morning to where you have to say, you know, I'm, I'm just going to really dislike someone. I'm going to hate someone because they support that. And we really, there's really no reason for that. There's no reason for it at all. And I think we need to make a conscious decisions to get away from that. If you don't like politician, fine, don't like them. Vote for someone else. Petition to vote for someone else. Advocate to vote for someone else. Put signs in your yard. Do whatever you want to do. But that doesn't mean you have to dislike the person next to you, your neighbor, someone across the street, someone you pass on the street because they like something different. Who cares? And we've seen it where with sports teams and such, it is, you know, it comes to more of a fun natured and it gets, it gets angry at, at times. You know, I saw, you know, a picture of a little kid and, and parents were bragging about it. It was on, on social media where there was a guy, uh, an adult, you know, in his thirties wearing a Bill's sweatshirt and a little kid, probably eight, nine walked up to the individual and like put his hand out to shake his hand. And when the Bills fan reached down to shake his hand, the kid pulled his hand away and gave him the finger. And people were like, oh, raising Eagles fans right. No. And I get the fun nature of it. I get it was funny. But was it really? Is that what we're teaching our, our kids? Is that what we're teaching each other? You know, where sports rivalries have, have always been more fun-natured, where you could have the best of friends wearing different jerseys, screaming and yelling at each other in fun, making fun of each other, laughing. But you know what? The, if, if it came down to it, you know, they're still your buddy. They're still your friends. You know, you defend them, hopefully, regardless. You know, if it's our family, you, we all don't need to lockstep and agree with our family. But if, you know, someone's going to attack your brother, you're going to risk your life to save them your sister, your mother. But we've seen this transcend into something truly different. And it's okay to like different politics. It's okay to have different beliefs. It's okay to have your your say in things. And just because someone else doesn't feel the same way, doesn't want to live the same way, doesn't think the same way, who cares? That's what makes this country great. It what makes our freedoms that of envy of the world. Now, I understand if someone is screaming at the top of their lungs something that you just totally disagree with, it's hard, but those are the coping mechanisms we need to deal with as people. We need to learn. I mean, as parents, you know, there were things our kids did that we couldn't stand, and we disciplined our kids, we taught our kids different, we did things, and I'm not saying deal with people like your children, but... I don't know if these coping mechanisms still agree. It's, you know, I, I text message, Rob, the political hate is very strong and will not be repaired. So how's that Obamacare working out for you? Yeah, oh, you know what? Obamacare is costing me an extra $600 a month. And I've posted the, the, the screenshots of the deductions from my pay. 
which went from $379 a month for a family care family plan to now what was it $1800 a month to when I dropped it for another less beneficial plan a pan, plan now where it's hard for me to find doctors it went from $379 to $1800 you know, it jumped up tremendously. But how's it working out? I don't hate someone because of it. I wouldn't want to hurt somebody because of it. I wouldn't want to beat somebody up because of it. You know, that's, yeah, it stinks. And elections have consequences. And somebody got enough votes to win. And they got Obamacare passed. And it's there. And until it's repealed the proper way, then you have to deal with it. And I'm dealing with it. I've dealt with it for the past couple of years. But that doesn't mean you hate somebody. It doesn't mean you want to do away with this other person, these other people who, who voted for that. I mean, there are people who benefited from it. I get it. I didn't. A lot of people didn't. And that's the balancing act. And, you know, the same people who say, well, it's the democratic way. We need this. And I love the people who we got to do away with the electoral college and go with the, you know, the, the popular vote. That goes both ways, and it doesn't work very well when it works against you. You want the popular vote when it's in your favor, not when it's not. Because if you look at some of the votes that are coming out now, if you look at some of the polls that are coming out now, a lot of things that you agree with aren't the popular decision, aren't the most aren't the majority. So because of that, we have to start being better to each other. We have to tone down this physical hate. I mean, it's, it's truly a physical hate now. And I've, I've seen it time and time again. And reflecting on it, you know, do you really hate someone because of their beliefs so much that you'd want to hurt them? If not, maybe we got to do better to tone that down. Maybe we have to do better to not act like that, even though if you don't want to act out on it. Stop portraying that. Start posting things like that on the Internet. Just my two cents as we open up uh, after this Thanksgiving weekend. It's 322 here on WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Here with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. 326, 40 degrees and partly sunny outside. You can call or text to 570-883-0098. I'd truly like if this person called in. You know, it said, uh, this is the text message I got after you know, my opening monologue. So conservatives don't want national hair care like every single other country in the world has, but yet you want to complain about how much your health insurance costs. Well, first of all, every other country in the world does not have universal health care. So we'll start there. Second of all, the reason my costs were so high is because of Obamacare. So it, it went up $1,400 from, again, $379 a month for a family plan, which was really good, to just under $1,800 a month, where I had to drop it because $1,800 a month is unsustainable. So I had to get less costly health care from my choices and now have less choices. Matter of fact, just to get a, an X-ray, an X-ray, an MRI, or a sonogram, or mammogram, or any of that, I have to travel two hours now, where I was able to come, you know, right here, 10 minutes, 15 minutes down 
downtown to one of the medical facilities. And again, that's just me. So I, I don't understand your point there. This is so conservatives don't want national health care like every other single country has in the world has. But yet and you can you we can talk about the pros and cons of health care. I, I mean, I understand you were told universal health care is great. And maybe it is if you've never had health care before. But when I graduated high school and went to college, my goal was I need to find a job with good pay, health care, because I planned on having a family and wanted to take care of them. And that's what I did. Found a secure job with good health care, good pay, good benefits, and supported my family. To where now, 40 years later, I don't have to worry about those fluctuations. You know, I have options. I have choices. My kids are all grown now. They all have their own good health care. But if you'd never had health care before or you'd had a job that you chose or you were stuck with because you made poor decisions that gave you not as many choices or not good choices, then yes, universal health care is great for you. Just like if you went to college and couldn't afford it and paying off your student loan, yes, it's a great thing, except for the other, all the other people who have to pay for that student loan for you now. You know, see how that works? So, and again, you want to talk about, I'm getting more text messages from the, the universal health care crowd. Okay, you want universal health care? Everyone in America has to pay the same exact cost for it then, tax-wise. See, we'll see how much you don't want it then. So, you know, we'll, we'll move on to it. There. On, a, on a better note, Rosalind Carter to lie in repose in Atlanta today as the world prepares for a final farewell. Her motorcade is set to begin one of its final journeys Monday morning, which it did traveling from her small, small hometown in Plains, Georgia, to Atlanta, where she will lie in repose for members of the public to pay their respects and share their final goodbyes. And again, here, here's a first family, the Carters, that I deeply respect. I don't agree with them. I don't think they were good for the country as far as his politics when he was president. I think it put us at risk. I think it caused you know, other countries to think we were weak and, and literally take hostages. But... Again, that's not a personal dislike for them. You know, you think of the politicians that I really don't like. You know, I, I don't think, I, I don't agree politically with, uh, you know, Senator Casey or Matt Cartwright, our congressman. I don't wish them harm. I think they're both nice guys. I, I hope they have happy, fruitful lives. It's just I disagree with them politically. I disagree with some of the things they've done. Now, are there things I could find that I agree with? Sure. That's what it's supposed to be. If you have someone, if you have a politician that you agree with 100% of the time and they can do no wrong, there's something wrong with you. And that goes for the politicians now, too. And I've called that out. But you don't want to hear when you call out because you only want to hear what you want to hear. Yes, Trump has cultists that are just, he, he can do nothing wrong, and if you pick anything that you don't like of him, I think he has he had great policies as a president. I think some of the things he did was very good. 
I think some of the personnel decisions he made were really poor. I think he's making horrible personnel decisions now as far as his campaign. Because you agree that some of the things were there, you get it from both sides. You get it, well, how can you not support Trump? Well, I can do both at the same time. I can be critical of the things he's done wrong and support the things he's done right. Now, in my opinion, when you go to the other side of that, like a Joe Biden, I personally find that he's done less right. And I criticize the things that I believe he's done wrong. Doesn't mean he's a bad guy. Doesn't mean anything should happen to him. Doesn't mean people who support him should be thrown in jail. It's your personal opinion. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It's as simple as that. 332 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is uh, 338 here in the station, 40 degrees and mostly cloudy. See, uh, again, I I would love for this person to call in. Please call in. We can have a conversation. Honestly, I I would like for you to get your point across. It's the same text message I got before, and I'm going to read you the progression as they come down as, as much as I can because they come jumbled up. This is the same one. So conservatives don't want a national health care like every other single country in the world has, but yet you want to complain about how much your health insurance costs. Then they go on, name a country that doesn't have it. Next, you tell me that the conservative plan is to reduce health care costs. All right, they don't have one. Oh, here we go. It's always people making poor decisions that the reason why they don't have health insurance. That's BS, Rob. I'm waiting for you to tell me uh, what plan the Republicans have for free for health care. I won't hold my breath. Say it, Rob. They don't have a, you know, I didn't know this was going to be a health care discussion today. So, yes, no, I'm not prepared to go to the breakdowns of pros and cons. Um, somebody said name countries that don't have universal health care. Well, Germany's one. Switzerland's another. Uh, there's more. And again, I'm not here to debate the health care course, but it just shows how ingrained you are and angry you get because you want free health care. And yes, you don't think there's any personal responsibility for you to provide health care for yourself and your family? You think it's someone else's responsibility? So, no, please, call in. I would love to have the conversation with you. Respectfully. I, I Sway me. Change my mind. Tell me how somebody else should be paying for my health care and make me believe it. Who should be paying for my health care? Who should be paying for your health care? I, I, I want to know. Yes, I would love for someone to pay for my health care where I can go 20 minutes away down the block and get the tests and stuff I need. But instead, I have to drive up to two hours now to get some of that stuff because, no, even I couldn't afford a $1,700 a month plan thanks to Obamacare because, you know what, it penalized people who made those decisions so other people could get free or low-cost health care. You don't punish some people to give a benefit to other people. That causes animosity. So, yes, I'm sorry. When, when someone like a congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, says that she got a $250,000 education from college, minoring in economics, majoring in political science, and couldn't find health care until she was elected to public office, I find ridiculous. Maybe she didn't want to do the jobs or it was beneath her to do jobs that would have provided her health insurance. 
maybe someone like yourself who could get a full-time job at Walmart with health insurance is beneath you. Not hard to get. Maybe working at Sheets and getting health care is beneath you, but it solves the problem. We've all done plenty of jobs we didn't like or didn't want to do. So, yes, you work harder. You work for your goal to doing something you do like. There is personal responsibility there. Now, I'm not saying someone's bad because they did that, but it's a conscious decision. And for Christ's sake, we really need to take personal responsibility in our lives. It's not everybody else's fault because someone didn't achieve something. Yes, working harder... Working smarter, working better, taking sacrifices works. It's not rocket science. But when you can tell me who should pay for my health insurance and let me say, okay, I agree with that. I'd love to hear it. No, I, I truly would. I said, yes, Rob, that's exactly what I'm saying. Somebody else should pay for my health insurance. Really? That's your retort? Yes. Who should pay for your health insurance? Who's going to pay for your universal health insurance? Who's paying for it? Yeah, I know, the government, the money tree. Do you know, you realize every dollar the government has, every single dollar, comes from us. It's our money. So somebody's paying for it. We pay into Medicare. We pay into Social Security. You're getting back to that. It's a false promise, mind you, because it was a system that was developed with a totally false promise. It's a pyramid scheme. But that's the pyramid scheme they developed. It's been accepted, and it needs to be fixed. It's something else that needs to be done. That neither side, Republicans or Democrats, want to touch. They want to weaponize, but they don't want to touch to fix it. But yes, it is your responsibility to take care of your family. It is your responsibility to make the decisions that sets it up to where you have the necessities in life, health care being one of them. It's 343 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Again, uh, the person obviously won't call in. But they ended the text with, well, keep paying the high cost of insurance already and shut your mouth already. Well, you're the one who brought up the universal health care. I just simply said that my health insurance was this before Obamacare and this after health care. You're obviously happy because someone's paying for your health care or su supplementing it. Shouldn't say pay for it. But that's what universal health care is. You know, the money does come from somewhere. And uh, somebody else texted in, you know, how do these nations figure it out to pay for universal health care when America can't? Well, we, we can get into that discussion another day, but basically look at their tax rate in those nations. And if you want a 50, 60 percent tax rate here in America, well, then fine. And again, why does everybody look to us in the world if we're so bad at doing these things? Yes, life's not life's hard. It, it truly is. But, you know, I, I would love for you to call in. Truly would. But, you know, universal health care is not free. We are, we are paying for it. It's paid for through payroll taxes, which affects your take-home pay. 
So if you want to look at 50, 60 percent tax rates to pay for universal health care, that's fine. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to pay the same as everyone else? Or do you just want other people to supplement what you do? Your health care. If they told everyone in America you had to pay $300 a month for universal health care, could you do it? That's un- We have universal health care then. Everybody has it. You have to pay $300. I don't care what your job is. You have to pay $300 a month. See, then, then it's not universal anymore. Then it's, uh, you know, you want your part of the universe, but you don't want to pay for your part of the universe. Speaking of paying for things, it's uh, $350 here on WILK News Radio. We're going to move on after this. Enough talking about that. It's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show. Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. Um, you guys don't want to give up universal health care. I get it. Uh, and call in, please. Got uh, Botswana and Albania figured out how to get citizens free health care, but the U.S. can't. Why greed? I said it's free. No one gets paid. No doctors, no nurses, no health care. Everything's free. No increased taxes, just free. Albanians can receive free treatment in state institutions. Okay, the, all those doctors in the state institutions don't get paid. No one. Albania has a compulsory health care fund, which is financed through contributions from salaries of employees and empl- employers and employees. Thanks to such a system. I would pay more in taxes for health care, and I currently have it through my employer. I would just like to see everyone covered. I get personal responsibility, but some people are working many bad jobs that pay nothing. We need to prop up those who try. So instead of paying for your insurance, your premiums, your deductibles, the government takes more taxes and does it for you. That, that's what you're advocating for. See, I, I advocate for something different. And we have systems in place. You can walk into an emergency room anywhere in this nation and get treated for an emergency. And I get it. But if you're advocating for the government taking more money out of your pay, more in taxes, 50%, 60% to pay for universal health care, are you truly winning? You're paying the same premiums. You're paying the same... Deductibles, you're paying probably more, but everybody gets it. Some of the text messages that come out, but we really have to move on from here. Let's see here. Well, let's get into something less less controversial, but uh, it's not funny at all. Um, you know, with the whole issue that's going on, and we're, we're seeing it all over TVs with, with Israel and, and and Hamas and what's going on there. There was just a, just yesterday, I guess in Wilkes-Barre, they had some pro-Palestinian march. Two things that you're not seeing. You're not seeing the people of the Palestine area rise up against Hamas. If, if the same people are saying, well, you cannot mix Hamas and what they did with the Palestinian people the people of Palestine. Well, where are they rising up against Hamas then? Where, where are the good people, and I'm sure they're there, of Palestine 
challenging the terrorist leadership, the terrorist government they have. Why aren't they joining with Israeli forces and saying, okay, let's, let's get rid of this Hamas so Palestine can have peace and its government? You're not seeing that. But we also, you, you saw that high school in New York City in Queens, and I've actually been inside that high school while working there, you know, where they were chasing down this teacher because she attended a pro-Israel rally. You know, the, these mobs of high school kids were hunting her down. And, and thankfully, they never got to her. She was locked in her office. But there is video of it. It's going everywhere. The same school, there was an assault on the school safety agent, which is private. It's, it's security, but it falls under the NYPD now. They're not police, police officers. I saw some media agencies saying that they assaulted police. They're school safety agents. They're, they're security that fall under the NYPD for the... But regardless... There's obviously a disciplinary problem in this school, in this high school, that's been let allowed to flourish, especially, you know, where they're hunting down this teacher simply because there's a picture of her at a pro-Israel rally, which is her right. Same thing, you have this suspect who was arrested in this, they're saying possible hate crime, but everything is lead to a hate crime, up in Vermont, where this gentleman shot three Palestinian college students in Vermont. Again, there's there's no place for this. Just like that landlord who stabbed that kid 20 something times um, because he was Palestinian. Uh, you, you know, we have to understand that there yes, it's, it's an emotional issue that's going on there. But things like this, especially here in in a Queens high school in New York hunting down a teacher cuz she was at a pro-Israel rally, shooting three Palestinian college students in Vermont because they were wearing that scarf that that's I, I don't I forget the name of the scarf wearing the scarf and uh, talking in Arabic it needs to stop we, we need to stop targeting the people like if you look at the Palestine the pro-Palestinian march they had in Wilkesbury where I think only two dozen people showed up is it their right to stand there and peacefully protest what's going on there? Absolutely is. Should somebody go harm them? Should should I be angry at them because they're doing it? No. Have at it. Just do it peacefully. We're losing that, and we're, we're making lines in the sand where it's okay to attack someone for this stance and not okay for this stance. and not, it, It's not okay under any stance. So we need to do better there. It's uh, 4 o'clock. Here at WILK, we'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute.